0: back to the hot Tibets daily pick show for sunday december 5th got some more college basketball action on slate for today as far as saturday's games go i am recording this very early on saturday for a change um, because they actually released lines on time Um, but that means that we don't really know what any of the games currently we're one and one with four games still yet to play so take a look at the community tab to see results there as well as on twitter and best stamp for all that but let's just get right into sunday's card Game we're taking a look at on Sunday. Richmond taking on Northern Iowa. Richmond comes into this game four and four on the year. Northern Iowa two and four. And you know, this Richmond team, they might not have the best record in the world, but they're 67th in Kimpom, 64th in the hot tibet rankings. And honestly, this is a season that I have high hopes for this team. Injuries ultimately derailed last year's team. And let's be honest, four and four is not a great record. When we actually dive into those losses, all four of those games were losses to top 100 teams. Um, Granted, their, their best win of the season was, you know, Wednesday against Wofford. Um, but I, I think they have a, a great spot here against Northern Iowa to get another decent win. I would say that Northern Iowa has been great. They're, you know, 124 in Kempom, 136 in the hot tip at rankings. Um, and they only have one D1 win. Granted, it was against St. Bonaventure, which is, you know, a very, very impressive win, no doubt. But bad losses to Nickel State, a bad loss to Bradley. Really does make me question this Northern Iowa team. Um, A.J. Green has it's been a pretty good scorer for him. He, you know, pretty much the heart and soul of the offense. 18.2 points per game for him. Noah Carter, you know, dropping 10.3 is second on that so um, as a whole they've shot the ball all right especially from beyond the arc they've been really good 37% from three only a 49.8 effective field goal percentage on the year but we're shooting that well from you know the perimeter it definitely helps but it hasn't necessarily translated to wins looking over at Richmond though you know Trey Burton leads that team in scoring with 17.6 points per game Grant Golden right behind him with 17.5 points per game so I really love that Richmond does a little bit better job distributing the basketball to multiple guys they're also very good from the perimeter 38.5 from beyond the arc, Um, but they've as a whole shot the ball better than what Northern Iowa is doing, a 57.1 effective field goal percentage. For Richmond. And really, the, the offense is not a concern for me for Richmond. 33rd in adjusted offensive efficiency coming into this game. 131st in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. Um, and it really is that defensive side of the ball that, that really had to improve from last year's Richmond team. You know, that definitely hurt them in a lot of games. And to be honest, it's, it's kept them out of, you know, some of those top 100 games that they've played this year. It's really hurt them again this year. But they do have a very, very talented roster. And I think when they play up to their full potential, they are very, very good team. Not to say that Northern Iowa isn't. I mean, they also have a, a decent roster. Um, Trey Pahow does lead the team in rebounding. Um, with five rebounds per game which you know is not very many and they come in a 351st in the country in offensive rebounding only pulling down 18.2% off the offensive glass and honestly Northern Iowa isn't great on either side of the basketball 101st in adjusted offensive efficiency 150th in adjusted defensive efficiency according to Ken Palm so both areas I would love to see improve and and really I think this is going to be another struggle for this Northern Iowa team honestly they haven't really impressed me at all Um, you know they in my opinion got pretty lucky in that St. Bonaventure game um, Really just You know We're shooting lights Out in that game And, and St. Bonaventure Just couldn't come up With enough points To to, to beat them um, And they end up With a win there Which you know A win's a win It doesn't really matter How you get it But going up against A Richmond team here Who in my opinion Has just had The much tougher schedule um, Has you know had to had to have more of a you know a dueling battles um in their games. I think it's going to prepare them a lot better for this game and I think Chris Mooney really just has assembled a pretty good roster and I think he adds a great win um to this year's resume here. So give me Richmond minus 1 here against Northern Iowa. Now, game two on Sunday's card. We got an ACC matchup between North Carolina and Georgia Tech. North Carolina comes into this game 5-2 on the year. Georgia Tech also 5-2. And, And, um, you know, same records. As far as ranking goes, North Carolina is a little bit higher. 36th in Kempom, 26th in the hot-to-bet rankings. Georgia Tech, 70th in Kempom, and 59th in the hot-to-bet rankings. And both these teams don't really have bad losses. You know, Georgia Tech, a loss to Miami, Ohio, a loss to Wisconsin. And, yeah, the Miami, Ohio loss might not be the best loss in the world, but that Miami, Ohio team is is sneaky good this year and you know they're gonna they're gonna beat a a lot of teams um this season georgia tech's best win is over um georgia who you know 162 georgia is is not a great team near the bottom of the sec yet again um michael DeVoe leads this team in scoring with 25 points per game you know he's really the the you know linchpin to this georgia tech team he's kind of the guy that puts it all together um also has 4.3 assists per game leads the team in that and overall as a whole this team has shot the ball decently well 40.7 percent from beyond the arc a fifth 44.4 44.4 effective field goal percentage for Georgia Tech. So, not a whole lot to complain about there. Looking over at North Carolina a little bit, their losses both came to Purdue and Tennessee, who you know are obviously both very, very good teams, um, you know top twenty-five teams for sure. And they get a great win on Wednesday over Michigan. So you know North Carolina has had a tough, tough schedule to go into the season here. Caleb Loves leads this team in scoring with sixteen point one points per game. Amandi Beecot is also doing a pretty good job scoring fifteen points for him. And overall, North Carolina has shot the ball pretty well. 55.6 effective field goal percentage, 41.5 from beyond the arc. They're actually third in the country, or 11th in the country, in three-point shooting, and a 73.9 three throw percentage. You know, it, it's it's a, it's a North Carolina offense that you don't want to deal with. 14th in adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. 95th in adjusted defensive efficiency, and and really North Carolina, it is that offense that, that makes me love this team so so much. Not to say that Georgia's offense is bad. You know, 82nd adjusted offensive efficiency, 77th in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. Um, for this Georgia Tech team. But I just think North Carolina has the the major, major advantage on that side of the ball. Georgia Tech, though, is in its own right, has you know good, you know, parts to their team. Jordan Usher, for one, leading this team in rebounds with 7.7 rebounds per game. And as a whole, they've done a pretty good job of rebounding the basketball, pulling down 31.1% off the offensive glass. Um, and let's be honest, Josh Pastner is, is a guy who stole everyone's hearts last year. This Georgia Tech team was it was a joy to watch. Um But coming into this season, I get it. They're still five and two. They just feel to me like they are a bit slower. You know, they feel like they've lost a step from what they had last season. They don't really have a good win yet this year. And, you know, North Carolina, sure, that Michigan win, you know, boosted up tremendously. um, But they still got that win. And, you know, while their defense isn't great for North Carolina, it is definitely part of their game that makes me nervous. Herbert Davis has really done a decent job getting this team in shape, um, really, you know, rounding out the roster and, and, you know, competing in the acc once again you know north carolina has been you know (laughs) non-existent last season and, and they're you know starting to fight back and really here in this game against georgia tech i think it'll you know end up being a pretty good win um for whoever gets this one and i think it's north carolina who comes out on top so give me north carolina minus the three and a half here against georgia tech and for the final game of the day, we head out west. Pac-12 matchup between Cal and Utah. Now, this Cal team has had some struggles, four and four on the year. Utah only five and two, but you know, Cal 115th in the hot to bet or 115th in Kimpom, 134th in the Hot Tibet rankings, Utah 74th in Kimpom, 78th in the Hot Tibet Rankings. And you know, the last few seasons for Cal have not been great, to say the least. You know, well, Mark Fox seemed to have this team headed in, you know, the right direction, Um, last year was an absolute disaster for Cal. They didn't start this year off great either. Um, Granted, they've semi-sort of turned stuff around here as of late. Decent wins over Fresno State and Oregon State in their last two games, but... Um, all things considered, Fresno State and Oregon State are, are, are games that you gotta win, and you know they're not exactly challenging teams. Um, especially Oregon State. I don't know what happened to them this year after the the road of destiny that they they took to end last season. Um, before this Cal team, Andre Kelly putting up 16.6 points per game. Um, also Jordan Shepard, who transferred in from Charlotte, doing a decent job scoring 14.6 points per game. And you know as a whole, they haven't shot the ball extremely well. Only a 48.9 effective field goal percentage. Definitely an area Cal can improve. And looking over to the Utah team. Um, you know their last two games have have been a bit of a struggle losses to BYU a loss to USC granted those are two very very good teams um, but you know they're definitely going to have to play better than they did in those games obviously Craig Smith takes over as the head coach former Utah State head coach and you know it it was a guy at Utah State that I bet on all the time I love betting on those Utah State teams the last few seasons and you know it kind of shows what he's been able to do here at Utah David Jenkins Jr. putting up 14.7 points per game Brandon Carlson also scoring 13 Point seven points per game. Um, as a whole, though, outside of those two guys, especially, they just need to shoot the ball better as a team. Um, only a 49.4 effective field goal percentage, 32.3 from the end of the arc isn't great. Um, but one area that they they do do a decent job in, especially Carlson, pulling down 6.1 rebounds per game um, with 34.5% off the offensive glass as a team, isn't bad. And, you know, they're kind of middle of the pack in both offense and defense. 73rd adjusted offensive efficiency, 84th in adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Kim Pomp. So, you know, Utah is kind of right there in the middle. The problem that I think Cal is going to run into this game, though, is definitely that offense. You know, while they have decent experience up and down the roster, and on the defensive side of the ball, they've played pretty good basketball. 68th in adjusted defensive efficiency. Offense has been a real, real struggle for them. Only 181st in adjusted offensive efficiency for Cal and You know, if we're being quite honest, outside of, you know, a few guys, Andre Kelly in particular, this team has really really struggled this season they have not played great basketball and you know if they have you know (laughs) no one show up some nights um it becomes really hard to win basketball games and this is a Utah team that honestly has a pretty decent roster they hit the transfer portal so so hard obviously bringing in a new head coach um you never know exactly what to expect but he brings a few guys over with him from Utah State and you know it it seems like Craig Smith has hit the ground running um here for the Utes and and really I think this is you know a, a statement game after losing two to BYU and USC I think the youths get back on track so give me Utah minus seven and a half here against Cal that is it for Sunday's college basketball show. If you want to see picks for everything happening in the college basketball world today, head over to hot bestcom check out the computer model picks up on the website. Also got picks for uh, the NFL, NBA, NHL, everything going on today. Almost said college football, but we're about done with that. Obviously got Army Navy coming up in, in next week and all. But um, if you're not already following me hot to best Chris, on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content as well as on the best stamp app where you can get early access to all the picks. The second I record each episode also, follow Hot Dibbit's main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with all the computer model action over there. And last but not least, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Sunday's college basketball card. Thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.